Hi, I'm Dr. John Lakey. And I'm Dr. Payman Danielport. We're board-certified plastic surgeons and hosts of the podcast, Forever Young. Join us every Tuesday as we share the latest products and procedures in the never-ending quest to help our patients look and feel their very best. The world of cosmetic surgery is constantly improving. Join us on the cutting edge. Forever Young is available wherever you get your podcasts. The following content is not suitable for children. George, we're going to talk about something that is so much fun. We're going to talk about menopause today and how to think about it. Woohoo! Yeah! (laughs) Welcome to Foreplay Sex Therapy. I'm Dr. Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Valley, your couples therapist. We are here to talk about sex. Our mission is to help couples talk about sex in ways that incorporate their body, their mind, and their hearts. And we have a little bit of fun doing it, right, G? Listen, and let's change some relationships. Hello, Fresh. Do you want to get farm-fresh, pre-proportioned ingredients with seasoned recipes delivered right to your doorstep? Skip trips to the grocery store, save time, and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable again. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Remember those New Year's goals that you promised you'd stick to? Well, HelloFresh is here to help you eat better, and by delivering these fresh ingredients and easy recipes right to your door, Derek and I are using them. It is so good to have variety in our meals. Green Chef, which you know we've repped for, is now owned by HelloFresh. So basically, this just gives you a wider array of meal plans to choose from. I love switching between both of these brands because I just get more meals. And listen, Foreplay fam, you can enjoy both brands at a discount with us. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Foreplay65 and use the code Foreplay65 for 65% off plus free shipping. I mean, this is a deal. You can get America's number one meal kit at HelloFresh.com dot com slash foreplay 65 save some time well you know Lori, when i think about menopause i think about struggles tiredness depression loss of purpose at a time in life when you're getting older you don't look as good worried about kids and finances not being attractive physical symptoms hot flashes night sweats hot palpitations memory difficulties ah my head wants to pop when I, I think it. about all the stress of menopause. I know it. It's it's so much fun to go through, let me tell you. You know, really, really a great time of life. I was talking with some girlfriends the other night, and we were saying, okay, what is good about menopause? And we did actually come up with something, but I'm going to save that because there is something that I think is really great. I think that what I hear so often from women is all of these physical symptoms combined with the emotional issues that are going on for them. This is a a difficult hormonal time. It's like, I don't know if you remember your wife when she was pregnant and hormonal. And I mean, there's all sorts of weird stuff that goes on, right? She's moody. She's cries at the drop of a hat, probably. Her her sense of smell is just like really great. I remember I was pregnant and I came in the house. I'm like, What's that horrible smell? And finally, we isolated it to this tiny, tiny little piece of broccoli that had not washed down the drain. And it's like, I could smell that. And it's kind of like that in menopause. Things get weird. And sense of smell is one of the things that gets really acute. And, you know, you can tell if your partner is not out of shower in five minutes. And 
You know, I mean, just all kinds of weird stuff goes on. And I think, you know, if you're like me, who doesn't do really well with new symptoms in the body, you know, I, that it just alarms me. I mean, you're basically in for a ride because there's going to be all sorts of changes. And I want to help women. And then I want to help their partners. Because mm. I think, what what do you hear from men, your guy friends, when they talk about their wives going through menopause? Crazy land. Crazy land. Yeah, it feels like crazy land. I mean, I always think this is why women are the better half of the species. You know, if men had menopause and periods and given birth, I don't think we'd be around. So, know you know, it. but from a distance, it seems a little wild because you're not in that person's body. Like they yeah. turn into a stranger, like the moodiness and, you know, it's, sex can already be a struggle. And then you throw this into the mix and it's like you can see why a lot of couples, you know, this is where they turn into sexless during this period of time. Mm -hmm. And it's like they don't know how to have conversations around it. It leads to fights. And so now you have marital discard on top of you know, stresses in your body and no form of communicating. And a lot of couples, this is a real struggle. Yeah, it really is. It's a big struggle. I would say almost for everybody, it's a new struggle. I, and it doesn't mean that people split apart during this time or don't manage it, but it is, you know, it's a brand new body. It's a new thing you got to cope with and deal with. You know, and I think as a woman, there's so much that's going on and it kind of sneaks up on you like suddenly out of nowhere you you still have your period and then suddenly you've got this crazy hot flash it's like what what was that i have a girlfriend who calls it that she's temperature challenged you know <laughs> so she wears layers and you know sometimes she's taking off those layers and sometimes she's putting them on because you go from kind of hot to cold and sometimes at night i think the most difficult thing is you don't sleep well and I'm sure you know this with your clients who are anxious or depressed, like lack of sleep is a major contributor to mood disorders mm -hmm. because you just, you know, if you haven't slept all night or had a really good sleep, it's very hard to manage your sense of hope and optimism. Um, I, mm -hmm. I do think one of the things that we've talked about a lot is, and I think you just said it, is that when you're not in that body... It's hard to imagine another body that has a whole different chemistry in what they feel. I think so many men get their feelings hurt because they're turned on. They they want sex. They have desire. And even, you know, before menopause hits, women don't have anywhere near the testosterone. They need other inputs and influences to really want sex. And so it, it can feel probably really rejecting. It's like my body tells me an absolute truth. My body tells me sex is on. And when you're looking at your partner and their body doesn't say that, it can feel, I'm sure, just psychologically, emotionally rejecting. Right. And I think we got to back up a second because this starts all the way from the beginning, right, with the period. If you don't talk about it, if you can't have conversations as a couple, if your go-to move is just to hide it and struggle on your own, this mm. stuff just carries forward into menopause. Now there's no bridge. There's no way of talking about it. Here you are struggling in your body. Your body's changing. I like your image. Like you have a new body. Yeah. I always think as a guy selfishly, like, oh, it's kind of cool not to have your period. But, you know, that, that's something you get used to. It's part of you that you lose. So there's loss here. There's, there's so much emotionally to unpack. And there's no bridge to share it with. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I know we did in previous episodes talking about a period and how important it is for men 
to be involved in this process, to be able to talk about these things, because you want to know your partner. This is another way of knowing your partner. So I guess that's what's hitting me as you're talking. I'm like, you know, damn, women that are struggling with this usually don't talk about it, maybe to other women, but they don't talk about it to men. So I think most men are pretty oblivious to it. They know something's changing, but, you know, that's about it. I agree. I I don't think they often talk about it with men. And I think that, you know, in the era that I grew up in, you were raised to hide your period. You know, you don't want any of that mess to show up in the waste paper basket. You got to hide everything. You, you know, you, you know, my, my dad, I lived with my dad for a while and my stepmom said, don't ever ask dad to go get those supplies for you at the store because he would be embarrassed. And it's just kind of all this sense of shame. Little messages, right? Little, little bits of shame. I will say that I think you're right. A lot of women are relieved that they don't have their period. That was not how it was for me. I loved having my period. I, I felt this life force in me. It was like so exciting to think I could have a baby. You know, I, that this was proof of fertility that, I, it just very much felt like life to me. So I was not a woman who said, oh, great, I'm done with all that. I never felt like that. I was always mm-hmm. joyful about it. Even, you know, I had cramps like any other woman and stuff, but it was something that I celebrated and felt good about. So the loss of it was not this, oh, yeah, I'm all done with that. It was like, oh, boo. You know, I don't have this little reminder every month of who I am as a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, so it it wasn't joyful to me particularly and it's certainly a reminder that your clock is ticking and you are now in an older person that's like welcome to the old age club yeah it is definitely clock is ticking and it's proof that you have aged and so i think you know that's difficult too i think especially in an era that celebrates youth right young women are beautiful Mm -hmm. i get that i totally get that you know, and all right, Lori. Now I'm depressed here. <laughs> I think all my years of avoidance kind of protected me from this depression. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, I think male partners have to think about this, and it isn't just the woman that might bring it up. I think the man might say, "Hey, where are you at in terms of menopause? Uh, nice tell me what's that. going on." It, right. You know, As a woman, they hear that kind of interests that I always you know when a guy initiates a conversation instead of always just responding to it it's it makes such a difference because you know it tells your your female partner you matter to me i'm thinking about you like and and i i'm being very intentional in keeping my focus on your world mm-hmm. right which is we all want that at times absolutely i think it would be very very caring at, to hear from your partner just Tell me about your symptoms, what's going on. You know, it's kind of some relief. Um, hope some men are writing this it. down. They're going to surprise their partner tonight. And if your partner's going through menopause, you're going to be the hero of this story. You are. Be the hero. Ask about menopause. You know, and I think menopause starts with perimenopause, which is a, a season before you actually stop your periods. And so that's really the transition. That's when you start getting all these symptoms and, and things like that and and may not know what's going on. And some women, that starts really early. Some women, it's very late. So, you know, I've been what's thinking the range? about this. Oh, my gosh. George, it can be from 40. Right. It can st- Perimenopause can start in 40. There's also something called premature menopause where women basically go through the change, the pause on their periods very, very early. And some... 
you know, go through it very late. But it's about 59 is kind of the cutoff. 59. 59 years old. Um, So it's about 40 to 59 years old is kind of the range of when women start going through it. And it takes about... I don't see any Facebook posts on this stuff. Not Hey, I went through my menopause. I started my menopause today <laughs> with a little picture. But right? again, our culture just Woo-hoo! massively avoids this. It it does. And it, it takes about three to five years to get through menopause. So you're oh, going through transition. Mm. Yeah, you're going through transition for quite a while. And of course, we're concerned about how does this impact the couple and their sex lives? And I want to offer a few things that I've been thinking about because... I just think there is some hope, and the way we approach it together, the way we manage this together, can really, really help both people, because I think men definitely want sex to go on, and most women do too, and what are we going to do with this new body? Yeah, that is really important to take an approach that it's a team, right? This isn't isolated, and so often I think that's the root of the problem. It's the isolation. It's the hiding. It's the not being able to talk about it. So like so many topics we're, we're sharing, we, we are really inviting couples to face it together. We know the nervous system deals with threat qualitatively different if you're with somebody than in isolation. Mm-hmm. So Lori's going to give us all this great kind of hope around a topic that really is a new body. So I'm excited to hear. Okay. Hey, don't forget to check out uberlube.com with the coupon foreplay. It really helps us to support the podcast and keep delivering free content. Thanks so much. ZocDoc. Have you ever asked the question, is this normal? Trust me, it's a question I get all the time. And maybe you've been stewing about a health problem or something that you're worried about and you don't know. And maybe you're resorting to Facebook or asking your friends, listen, go to the doctor. It is such relief for me when I go and I get the help I need. And how do you find a quality doctor? Go to ZocDoc.com, use our promo code foreplay. And basically there are thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc that are there to help you. And the cool thing is, is they will listen like a friend, but they'll give you the expert care that you really need and the good information that you need to really put your mind at rest. I think that that is worth the trip and worth the reduction in anxiety to get that help go to zocdoc.com use the code foreplay so that they know that we've sent you and find a qualified professional in an easy way that lets you know if they take your insurance if they're close to you and they treat every condition under the sun if you want to know is this normal go to zocdoc.com foreplay and download the zocdoc app for free Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's zocdoc.com slash foreplay, zocdoc.com slash foreplay. Quick shout out to Rebecca Jorgensen and her new exciting game to help couples. You can find it on buildingalastingconnection.com, the couple-connection-system. But if you get to the website, you're going to find this This is really a cool thing that we want you to take advantage of because it's very reasonably priced and it basically takes principles of attachment and how you connect, how you can communicate better. It it gives you communication starters, conversation starters. 
It is really a fun thing. We're using it at our party this weekend for our therapists. We're going to introduce it to them. It is also a physical thing because it has a mat that you kind of walk around and do these exercises with. The mat assists you to kind of stay focused with each other and grounded because you're facing each other and you're moving through this, which we all know, right? Our bodies and our emotions are connected. So it's a beautiful resource. Good stuff. Highly recommend it. Check it out. That's buildingalastingconnection.com couple-connection-system. So George, are you going to run home tonight and ask Kathy, where are you at in menopause? What's happening in your body? It sounds like a good idea, but I have a feeling when I actually sit down in that chair, I'm going to go, so I'm going to try to push myself past it. I think the check-in is really, is beautiful. And, you know, I've started changing this already around my, the period conversation. I never Mm. had that in my life. And now Mm. I can say, hey, you know, it's your period coming up. And, you know, and, and like, just... It, there's a, there's some freedom in that for me too. It's not just feels good for her to be able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I think there's something in me that that avoidance avoidance becomes strong over time, mm-hmm. and it winds up limiting our, our range of potential behaviors. So like I don't know. There's something good about it when I ask that question. So hopefully I can get there with menopause too. Yeah, and I will tell you what I've told my sons is track her period, yeah, especially if she's regular. Track her period. There's apps out there on phones that are period trackers, and you should put in your wife's or girlfriend's period. Because why? First of all, you know that mid-cycle, she's going to be super horny, and the day before, she might be horny. And Mm -hmm. you also are more prepared, like the week before, okay, my wife is crabby. She's being a bitch. Like, what's going on? Oh, her period is coming. She has, you know, she's coping with all this stuff. I. I think in terms of mood, testosterone is a mood stabilizer. When you're on testosterone, it's as good as taking an SSRI, which is an antidepressant or a mood stabilizer, right? Testosterone makes you feel optimistic. You know, so if your wife is like, I don't, you know, I don't know, I'm negative. It's like, well, you know, it could be actually part of her hormones. Not a good thing to say, like, are you on your period or are you starting, you know, that, that, that kind of blaming stance maybe doesn't help, but an understanding of she's she's kind of low. Mm-hmm. Maybe what's happening is her period. And, and I think men, again, right, they live in a body that says, why are you so variable? Nothing really much changed from yesterday to day. What's happening? You know, Most so- men are rooting for a delayed menopause. <laughs> Hopefully that's that 59 range with your partner, right? <laughs> you're, just, you're hoping it doesn't come. But. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I had a late menopause and I felt like it was a gift for all these years of talking to people about sex and trying to help people. I was blessed with a late menopause. But So talk to us about the hope. Okay, the hope. First of all, I want us to think about, we've talked about the meno aspect, the period aspect, I want us to think about the pause, that this is a pause in life, and it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to really examine our lives, our bodies, what we want, where we're going in life. And I think thinking very mindfully about this opportunity to reflect and Mm -hmm. and maybe using some self-compassion here 
is is the way to get through it and the way to come out on the other side victorious. So I, you know, I run with a bunch of girlfriends who have been through menopause and, you know, all all of them are surfers now. Like they're out there surfing. They are out there challenging their bodies, having sort of really vibrant life experiences. And some of it is because of the way they've approached this second part of their life. Mm-hmm. I, I think for me, one aspect is, okay, if my body is different, how do I optimize my body at this point? And I, I think what I came to, first of all, is strength is really important. You know, I want it to be strong. When you lose estrogen, you also lose bone mass. And so, you know, that's one of the consequences. And so if you don't do anything, your bones become more brittle. You know, you're more subject to falling, your balance gets off, all of that stuff that happens with aging. So I know for me, the strength training became very important to do just so that I was certain that I would be going into the next phase of life, my older age, with the ability to cope with all the things that were coming. I I also think that when you are in touch with your body and not just putting it out there, right? I know a lot of friends, too, who have done nothing with their bodies after menopause. They've maybe gained weight or they've just lost muscle. And one of the things I hear so much is they're not in touch with their body. They, They don't feel their body. They are maybe rejecting of their aging body. And if you're rejecting of your aging body, you you don't exercise, you don't strength train. It's very, very hard to be in touch with your, you know, sexual body as well, because mm-hmm. it's all of one piece. It's a nice, I never even thought about the pause, right? To focus on the pause mm-hmm. as a, as an opportunity to reflect and to be more intentional, right? To get, I have seen a lot of women after menopause become more comfortable in their body, mm-hmm. right? They care less about what they used to care about and worry about. And, you know, especially during sex, they become more in their body because, you know what, why did I not focus on this? And I was worried about everything else. And there's something about this transition period that women that are really intentional about it seem to do so much better. So I like that you're starting with that, to see the opportunity in the pause. Yeah, exactly. And to see their body as a as a place that they find joy and pleasure mm-hmm. instead of something that they're so worried about being perfect. I mean, it turns out none of us age into perfection. You know, we, we all change. Not a fine bottle of wine. Not a fine bottle of wine, usually. You know, so I think you're right. This is This is one of the bonuses, is that many women say, you know what? I need to find for me what works sexually, and I need mm-hmm. to let go of these inhibitions that I have had. You know, I mean, I look back at my 30s, and it's like, you know, I thought I was fat, or I was, my thighs were jiggly, or this wasn't right, or that. That's what they say. And it's like, now I look back at that 30-year-old body, and it's like, man, I was fucking hot. Oops, excuse me. You know, it's like, I think there's this sense of, this is the body I got. I got to live in it. And so there's I acceptance. want to enjoy it. Yes. Right. Yes. And so right at the time, of course, that your hormones are decreasing, when our hormones decrease, estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, you know, we're going to have a drier vagina as a woman. We're going to have physiological lower libido. 
My, my sense is that for most women who have strong libido by the time they get to menopause is they have found another pathway to mm-hmm. libido. It's never really been in our bodies. We just, as a female, we don't have enough testosterone anywhere close to what men have. So if we have libido, we have found other paths. And those paths, thank God, hold us through menopause. And usually I think it's a path of fantasy, of focus and intention about this and this this entitlement to pleasure. Mm-hmm. You know, also I think emotional connection with our partner. We we know what it feels like after we make love. We feel better, we feel closer, they feel closer. Those are powerful motivators. Yeah, I I want to highlight this different pathway cuz I think it's so important. You know, men get used to <laughs> They have testosterone, so that's what they use. That's their pathway. Mm-hmm. But for women, you know, to develop that erotic mind, or I, I've never met a woman who says sex is really important to me. Like when they say that and they believe that, like their sex life will be good for the rest of their lives. George, right? how do you sex get- is really important to me. There you go. And that's why you, you have a you great finally, sex life. You have finally met a woman who said that. You have to find a different pathway, right? And And, and women that, that prioritize sex or really enjoy sex, they find those pathways. So I've, I never clicked, like, as you were saying that, like, you know, what some women are doing in menopause because of this pause, and they actually find that. Other women find that different pathway earlier. But we should be encouraging women, what is your pathway? What is it that gets you super kind of into sex for you, not for your partner? It's great to be responsive and receptive, and that's all great. But, you know, those moments when you want sex for you, like what gets you going? What's that gas pedal? And I like that you're high, you know, you're, you're emphasizing that with women going through menopause. Like this is another opportunity to find your different pathway. Yes. Yes. And I, I think that it's okay to begin, you know, I think with the maturity, one of the things that I dropped was a lot of the old messaging Mm-hmm. about being a good girl. And, you know, George, I still struggle with that a little bit. Like, I'm doing a podcast. I'm talking about sex on the air to millions of people. This is like, what am I doing? You know, there's this this sense of inhibition still even in me. And, you know, I, I struggle, but I have dropped a lot of what I grew up with about kind of the good girl part of me that said that really inhibited my enjoyment of sex with my partner. So, I, I want to say, first, girlfriend, I, I want you to really focus on what George said. What makes you hot? You know, give me your best scenario. Second thing I want you to focus on is sleep. Mm. I think women are carrying, when they go to bed, the weight of the world, their family's concerns, their concerns, their minds don't stop racing. And I just want you to know, I give you permission to lay it down. Lay it down and go to sleep. It's okay. You know, the world will be there in the morning. Just please lay it down and go to sleep. And I picture in my own room that when the worries start coming, I suck them out of my head and I put them in the drawer in the nightstand. I I just visually do that. I put them in the nightstand. I will deal with that in the morning. I'll think about that tomorrow, you know, because I got to sleep. So please focus on your sleep because you can't feel horny if you are tired. And also use a vibrator. Really, 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 truly use a vibrator. Vibrators are tools in menopause, not just toys. They Because 
as the hormones change, you need more stimulation. This is a great thing to do. And take care of your vulva. You know, use estrogen. Talk to your doctor about hormone replacement. Please, please, please talk to them. There's so many good reasons for it. There's been a lot of scare in the media, but so many good reasons for it, for your brain, for your bones, for your heart, for your sex drive, really. Also, if you're terrified of estrogen, I want you to use vitamin E oil. Just get one of those little capsules, high-quality vitamin E oil, put a pin in it, poke it, rub it all over your vagina, your clitoris, put it on the inside part of your vagina as well, your actual vagina. There's things you can do, right? This is a time in life that you got to take care of yourself. Many women get surgery for things that got messed up when they were in childbirth. You know, get all that Mm -hmm. stuff repaired, get it done. And then I want to encourage men, how can you help? You know, what can you do? I, I think the first thing is we know women turn on when their partner conveys that they are attractive. I saw one of your face posts recently, George, and your wife did look stunning and hot. But you said, you know, out with my beautiful wife for the evening. And I was like, yay, George. You know, that that is so powerful because even if she doesn't see that post, her girlfriends see that post and that's going to go back. You know, they're going to tell her, you see what your husband posted about how hot you looked? And I mean, all of that is such a good word. And and I think men can really capitalize on seeing their wife, the beauty that's there. I I see my husband kind of through the ages. I, I saw him on a Zoom call recently, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I suppose people looking at him see a, an older man. But I see him in many, many different stages sort of collapsed and, mm-hmm. you know, smoking hot to me. Nice. Yeah, and for men, have that conversation. See the opportunity in the pause. It's not just an opportunity for your wife. It's an opportunity for you to get to know her better, for her to get to know you better, right? How sad so many couples just miss this. It's an important part of their life that's never shared. It's never discussed. Yeah. So once you know, you can't unknow. So you got homework assignment, people. Get out there and talk about it. Know better, do better. I also think if you're a guy, you know, you could be offering her kind of her only nights, which she doesn't have to reciprocate. She doesn't have to give back. Whatever she wants, foot rubs, back rubs, you know, an orgasm. Like give that to her with no reciprocity required. I I promise you if you do that and you say, look at, I'll take care of myself in the shower. Just don't, I want to touch you in the ways you want to be touched. And I want you to lay back and enjoy. That's it. I mean, so many of us as women are givers. You know, we think about touching. We think about pleasing our partner. This is a new moment, a pause to start to think, what what do I want? And can I communicate that to my partner? So, gentlemen, I would definitely offer that one up. Nice. Okay, well, thanks for listening. Take a pause. Give yourself self-compassion. This is a lot of change that's going on. Be merciful to yourself and sleep. I'm glad you can keep it hot during menopause. Thanks for listening. Okay, we are doing our training for couples therapists on how to work with sex and the sexual attachment cycle. I'm so excited. We're going to do this 
sponsoring it ourselves on March 3rd and 4th. Yeah, Lori, this training is going to be pretty cool, right? We have a whole bunch of therapists already signed up, but this is a chance to really try to figure out how to bring that sexual cycle into the room to work with it. Right, exactly. And we're going to go back and forth between the emotional and the sexual cycle and their interaction and how therapists can really get through when people are blocked in their sexual attachment and We want to do all kinds of things with them, you know, how and when to bring up sex, what are the EFT change events, working in the sexual attachment cycle, and I want to do four common sexual dysfunction blocks, and I'm just excited. Anatomy and physiology, that'll be fun. Don't forget our best sex conversation And our best sex conversation assessment. There's really a ton of information that you'll leave this training feeling much uh, better equipped on how to, you know, work with it. And let's face it, a lot of us don't get enough training to feel skilled in this area we need we need to do our work and this is just a good step in that direction yes so you can find us on foreplaysextherapy.com and it's under the resource section spread the word call in your questions to the foreplay question voicemail dial 833-MY-4PLAY that's 833-MY the number four play and we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by 4Play Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.